Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go. Welcome to a, another post-game edition of Two Guys in a Mic. This is uh, one of your hosts, R.P. And I'm your other host, Big Sean. I'm telling y'all right now, I really don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to even talk about this shit right now. I don't want none of this. I'm only doing it because I have to be professional. That's the only reason. <laughs> that's the only reason that I'm here right now. Is that a sheer professionalism? Wait a minute. Where I want to be right now is in the bed, sleeping this off. That's what I want to do. I want this day to be over. I want it to be the Monday after the game. That's what I want right now. This is not how we discuss the opening of the show. <laughs> however, you, however, here we shit. are. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely and utterly disgusted. I'm disgusted. So, I'm exacerbated. So. And I don't want to talk about this shit. I've been in quiet mode since, since about 4.15. I'll probably say it literally maybe about 10 words or 15 minutes after. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, remember when I would always say, I always thought that Sean would be the, the angry person on the show. This is what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, they took me there today. <laughs> I've been calm for the last like year and a half. So they, they took me there today. <laughs> I can't. I can't with them right now. I really can't. That was one of the most disgusting displays of football I've seen. Matter of fact, since maybe they lost to Baltimore the first game of the season last year, when we got <laughs> this may have been the worst game they played in about four years. Hey, let me tell you. Oh, this was down. I mean, the game, the, the game never really even got started. We had that first drive. We went right down the field and scored, and that was it. That was the game set match. It was over. Let me tell y'all something. The tears that you see me uh, having in my eyes are legit tears. This is possibly one of the best shows we've been. What, what are we, we three minutes into the show. This could be the best show I've ever done. Ever. They this flew was- all the way to Boston for nothing. That's like <laughs> that's like everybody at my job driving into work and then don't and then don't turn their computers on. That's exactly. <laughs> What this was like. You could have just stayed home. You could have just forfeited. You wasted, they wasted everybody's time. Like that was a waste of three hours and 15 minutes a day. Y'all, it was a complete, a complete and utter waste of time. Y'all think this is fake, right? Y'all think this is fake? No, it's this not. ain't fake at all. This is they, not. They, they, they took me there. <laughs> this is a real, actual, real, these are real emotions that are uh, <clears throat> spewing. From Mount uh, Mount Shansuvius, right and now. He the is worst part of it is when the Browns lose like this. I mean, now I got to listen to nonsense all week. <laughs> People posting pics of OBJ smiling, all that type of shit. My homeboy, one of my <laughs> homeboys, texting me weird stuff. He a Lions fan. He texting me all I'm like, man, I just gave. I just said f you. I didn't even say nothing to him. F you. Don't talk to me today. Listen, man. My family was talking to me and they wondered why. Like, y'all know me. Y'all know me for years. Wonder why I ain't talking. So they kept talking. I'm like, I'm like, why are y'all talking to me right now? 
Like, please, like, go away. Because you've been so calm over the last year and a half. You've allowed your, you, you allowed yourself this situation, bro. You kind of set the situation up for yourself. On the hope that the Browns would be good, which every one of us had that hope, or that the Browns wouldn't keep, excuse me, doing these types of things to us. The loyal, returning, uh, the matter of fact, let me let me go back. The blindly loyal returning fan. We expect for them to show up at some point, especially where we've been within the last year and a half or so. We felt we felt like, okay, this season, two years into the same offense, we got certain people in the offense, we got new people on the defense. All of this shall now go away, correct? And it doesn't, and it didn't. It didn't. Man. And so here we are 10 games in, and we literally have the same questions that we had going into the start exactly. of last season. Not just this season. Listen, last you would have thought, thought we played the 85 Bears today, <laughs> the way they played. <laughs> I know the y'all. Patriots, man, like, the Patriots have put people out there that I ain't never heard of before. Them running backs they had out there today, I've never heard of any of them. I ain't know who none of them were. I I ain't know who. I barely know who the receivers were. I ain't know anybody on defense except for Matthew Judon, and we just walked in there and just laid down. So, so let's, like I, so, I let's said, I so let's do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wrangle the show in. Because if we let the show go on like it's going now, Sean is just going to rant. Yep. He's going to throw out certain things. And I'm just going to giggle through the entire show. Y'all going to be like, what a weird-ass show. It's really funny to me because generally 99.9% .9 of this show has been my emotions versus Sean's, like, staunch, flat affect, like, yo, it's all good. We got to think like this. We got to think about that. Blah, 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 blah. And that's not even me coming at Sean. That's just been the base of the show. So, and I kept telling y'all like, yo, I thought it would have been the other way. I thought Sean would have been the one. Now we're getting, now we're getting somewhere. We're going to have to go five more seasons. <laughs> for sure. They're going to re-up on us now. Because now this is what I've been telling y'all. This dude is the angriest of the two of us. Because when he gets frustrated, it's, you can't say there's you can't say a word that's gonna make a difference to this guy. Not one word. So uh, not today. <laughs> not today at all. Like nothing. So let's so let's uh delve into parts and pieces of the game. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about <clears throat> the Cleveland Browns game today versus uh the New England Patriots. Uh, apparently, the Browns took it more as a game and the Patriots took it as a competition. Uh, we lost today 45-7 to to a team that probably, honestly, on paper, should never even been, be in the same conversation on paper with us. And they just walked in to the, to the building and slowly annihilated us from, from start to finish. Uh, and I'm going to tell you some of the things that I, I that I said off top. Uh, I've been very critical of a lot of people on this team and and a lot of things that this team does. But I've also been uh, fair. I feel I've been fair. 
I've also been very giving and uh, as much criticism as I give, I also try to give accolades and say when I'm wrong and, and admit those things too. We do really well with those things here on the show. <clears throat> so one of the things that I've criticized uh, or one of the problems I've had with this team is Kevin Stefanski and his play calling outside of the scripted plays. So today, when we went on that drive, uh, the very first drive, when we went down and scored, I didn't clap. I didn't throw my hands up. I didn't do any of that because you know what always happens? On the scripted plays, we score or we do well. So I, I said, okay, that's good. Let's see what happens after these scripted plays because my criticism of him is that he doesn't make adjustments and that he can't call a game beyond the plays that he calls from the, from the game plan that he puts together. Now the game is happening and you got a third and 10 or you have a, uh, you know, oh shoot, we fumbled last time or we threw a pick last time. Let's adjust what we, no, he can't do that. Well, Ron, I, I can go ahead. I can save you some trouble. I can tell you exactly what happened after that first drive, which was absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing happened after that. I mean, literally, there was nothing, and I mean nothing, hey. that happened after that. And I'm not exaggerating when I say nothing happened. Here's the question, though, Sean. Why, though? There was nothing why was that nothing? happened. Now, tell me why was it nothing, because we were texting during the game. But tell me why was it nothing when we were averaging nine yards a carry? However, because we got stopped on one run, you just go away from the run and turn it over to this dude who had problems because you had this one other guy on the field. Now this guy's not on the field. So what's the issue today? Why were you still throwing in the double coverage? That I have pass not that was the dumbest pass I've seen this dude throw in a long All time. Season. It yeah, dumb. it was. That it was, was a horrible the, pass. That, that's, it, that, he, he probably should have had two picks because the pass he threw to Schwartz was just as dumb. And yeah. the dude just dropped the pick. So I have not the slightest idea. Like the only thing that I can one <laughs> one thing that I have a problem with the way that the Browns coach is that we if there's a coach or a team that we're going up against that I feel that they feel that may be superior to us either the coaching is superior or their athletes are superior. We coach like it. We coach scared. Yep. That's yep. the only thing that, that I can think of. Yep. They, they're like trying to, like they go into the game, not thinking that they can beat them, like doing what, what we do or imposing our will on them. Yep. And they, <clears throat> for whatever reason, try to switch things up. Now, there were times when the analysts, uh, I mean, Charles Davis was pointing this out several times that um, Mayfield didn't have anywhere to go with the ball, like everywhere was covered. But the thing I noticed was that all the patterns were like all the way downfield, which means that your quarterback needs to have more time to set up to get the, you know, but but if there's nothing else there, it was really like no safety valves around, you know, for him to dump it. Like, I know with, with New England, when New England didn't have anything downfield, They'll just dump it off to a running back or something like that, and at least get well, four, you know, four or five yards off the play. So New, they England, have New, England, New England did something that the Browns never, well, the Browns rarely do, especially in games like this. <clears throat> New England had a, a thought process 
And they said, this is what we're going to do, period. That's it and that's all. We understand what our limitations are. And this is how we're going to play this game. The Browns act as though we're really, really good. And we're just going to keep doing these big things and whether they're working or not. And this is one of the criticisms I have about uh, Stefanski's offense and about Joe Wood's defense. They feel like they can plug player X into this spot and player X should just be open because the offense suggests that or the defense suggests that if, if we run this zone, they'll run this and then you should be able to be here and do That's not how it works in real life. And when it doesn't work, you got to make an adjustment. These guys never make the adjustments. These guys no. to just keep doing the exact same thing. So I agree with what you're saying. Uh, but the problem is, where were all of those screens that we were running? Uh, yeah, I was about, just about to say that. Because one thing that you pointed out, and I agreed with you, you were like, man, you like the Patriots look like us. They run the same stuff that we run. They were um, running Charles Davis even funny. came out and said that too during the broadcast in the third quarter. He was like, these teams run the exact same thing. They doing the um, exact same stuff. Right. And they were they were running their screens. They were doing a little bit of everything. Reverses. We have what we used to run reverses. Um, yeah, we don't have guys that can do it now, especially with Juice being hurt. And, yeah. and and the one guy that used to run those reverses or run jet sweeps other than Juice, you know, uh, runs the wrong route. So we got to get this dude off the team. And speaking of speaking of juice, juice is hurt. He hurts he's, that. He's hurt to the point where he's made being a liability right now. I saw a couple of times he gave himself up. And he doesn't do that. That means he doesn't want to get hit, which means that he's really, really banged up. But see, that's the, what, that's my point about OBJ too. Like nobody wants to give him that credit. Because he was hurt. And people say, Oh man, he should have caught that. He was hurt too. Like, yeah. like you have to understand. I under, you know, I know you get paid millions of dollars, and and I was in some conversations, and I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I was in so conversations during the game about this same exact thing. You guys, you regular fifty-year-old guys who ain't never played football before, who ain't never done anything other than you know uh, maybe play flag or you play softball or something. You ain't never had a guy running at you at 20 miles per hour to hit you in a spot where this could hurt you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. These people have the same issues and problems that we have. They want to be comfortable at some point in their life. So to give yourself up, a guy like Juice, like you said, to give themselves up and to lean out there and, 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 and take that catch and to take that hit, they run the risk of not ever being the same after this hit. Right. And, 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 let, and let me clarify real quick. I wasn't saying that to criticize him at all. No, I was, no, no. I was pretty much saying that, that maybe like the coach, they like, oh, you know, you need to sit them down. Like, all right, look, if you're yeah, I agree. that hurt, I agree with you. because no, you're kind of like, especially, you know, you're already down a few weapons anyway. It's like, man, look, just go ahead and, and sit this one out if you're not able to help the team now as far as their courage going out there and playing i applaud anybody that goes out there it's, like they, even even when when uh 
and I don't want to talk about OBJ too much. I don't want to talk even, about him. But even when he was uh, when he was playing hurt and people were criticizing him, I said, well, despite everything else, even if he was asking to be traded and all this type of stuff, I was like, he never dogged on the field. You know, I said he never went out on the field and he he never didn't. played hard. And you know, so that's that's one thing I can take back out on that field with any injury or with anything hurt, which I would say 90% of the guys on the field are hurt. If you go back out on that field, knowing that I'm at a spot where I don't, I'm not just going to be hurt, but I could potentially injure myself. You deserve some level of kudos, but right, <laughs> there is that fine line between uh, tough and brave. Uh, there is that fine line between brave and stupid. You know, there's certain times where you just need to go sit down. And you need to, like you said, if, if you're if you're actually hurting your team, you need to go have a seat. And that was one of the places I was with Baker a couple of weeks ago with him starting. I didn't want to see him hurt himself and put the team in a worse spot. So I was against that. So I'm I'm trying to build a timeline that we're we're both speaking of the same things. We're both saying the same thing. So if Juice is hurt, we want Juice to go have a seat somewhere and get himself all the way healthy, whether it's that knee, whether yeah, it's a, he got a bad wheel, you know, whatever it is, we want him to get all the way back healthy because trust me, this team is a better team when uh, Juice Landry is close to 100%. Like there ain't many people that can guard that guy. There ain't many people that can stop that guy when he's rolling. Right. And, and really only helps Baker. And really what the Browns need is a, is a bye week. Now, this is where I got an issue with the NFL. How are you going to extend the season by one game? One, you don't give an extra bye week. Two, you give yeah. us – we probably have the latest bye week out of all the teams. Yeah, we get to later. week 13. Later. Yep. Week 13 we doesn't, doesn't help you. And you backload the season with divisional games. Now, now that I look at it, though, and the way that they've been playing, having the division backloaded – and I won't say it works. It doesn't work in our favor, but it helps the Browns control their own destiny in a sense. It could if we were to win those. Yeah, if they were to win, right? Exactly. Uh, depending on what we do going forward. But, but on the flip side, though, it's just tough. So you backload it with divisional games. You wrap the bye week around Baltimore twice, and the Browns are pretty much. I mean, it's like it's just it's always something. You know, you had the COVID outbreak, you lost the whole running back room, um, and you know during the week. So now you had to shut down the, the facility and all of that. And it's just you know it's 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 tough, and there's no excuse making at all. Um, but I was like, they is the NFL really ain't doing us no favors I right mean, now. The NFL the, has never done us any favors when it came to, um, you know the the team, the schedule, whatever. We've always had a tough schedule. I don't care what nobody say. It seemed like every year when they're like, oh, that seems like it's an easy schedule. And then those teams that we thought were going to be easy seem to be the teams kind of yeah. come up. So it doesn't yeah. ever actually end up being like an easy schedule. Um, however, I've always argued that you got to win certain games uh, no matter what. And Last year, we did a lot of that. We beat a lot of teams that we were, quote, unquote, better than. This year, we're playing a lot of teams that we're kind of equal to. 
and we're and losing them all. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean? Like, so we're. I don't know that we've taken a step back, but I think it's kind of a slap in the face well, to make us understand that we're not we're not there yet. And I don't know that it's be, I don't know that it's because we don't have enough talent. I'm, I'm matter of fact, let me. I'm I'm taking that off the table. We have enough talent. That's one of the reasons why I got this dude behind me. Because it, it ain't, and, and listen, let me be further clear. I like this guy behind me. I think this guy behind me is part of the reason why we are looked at as Super Bowl favorites at times and a really good team or a team that's turning a corner. So I want to be clear. But I also feel like this guy's holding us back as well because we have the talent. The talent is there. Here's what I need from this guy behind me. Turn the doggone play calling over to someone else. Cut it out. Let somebody else call the plays. You can still be sitting in on the offense, but let somebody else call the freaking plays. And you let still have ultimate, and you still have veto power at the end of the day. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. If, if you if you play that you if you want to overrule, you still yeah. have that that uh you know that that capability but right now there's like, a reason why shit goes awry after your your scripted plays because you stink at it bro you stink like these, these, these negroes are the most this is the most inconsistent bipolar team Listen, that man. i've seen in a, in a long what? time at least, at, least, at least at least when the browns were bad i knew we were bad now i don't know what i'm getting with the week I don't know what I'm getting with it. And, 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 and that's that the first crazy. I agree with you. That makes it crazier though. Like yeah. how 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 when we had worse coaches and worse players did we expect a little bit more than what we expect now? Or should we expect more than what we expect now? Like right now, we're like, oh, we should what did I tell you earlier? I told you about four weeks ago. One of the reasons that I'm able to laugh and one of the reasons that I'm able to kind of shrug some of this off is because of what I said a couple of weeks ago, I legitimately took that on as a real thing. I flat out lowered my expectations. Yeah, you did say that. I stopped thinking of these guys as some great freaking team. I stopped thinking of Kevin Stefanski as the next best thing. I stopped thinking of Baker Mayfield as the guy who's in the second year of a new offense and he should get better. I just brought it up. I brought it down a few notches. I brought it down a few notches because I realized that all I'm going to end up doing is going berserk week after week after week. Yeah, and, and it was like they they weren't even I, I don't want to accuse guys of not playing hard because I, like I said, I'm not out there. I ain't a professional football player. I can only go by what it looks like to me on television. And we were getting bullied. Like they were like, like when, when New England was running the ball, like we were in slow motion. We weren't tackling, weren't wrapping up. But there were no, it, there were very few plays when we hit them and they went down on, on a first initial contact. It was always, you know, did they get, you know, four or five yards, you know, after contact? They, they ran probably about four or five jet sweeps with their receivers yep. with the receiver not getting touched until they 10, 15 yards 15 down, the field. down the field. 10, 15 and they yards. kept running it. It well, was awesome. You know, go here, ahead. Here, here's something else, though, Sean. 
uh, that I that I picked up, you know, just kind of watching the game or whatever. They, uh, the Charles, what's his name? Uh, Charles Davis. Charles Davis said this in the thing in the uh, in the broadcast. He said that the Patriots went back and watched film of the Pittsburgh of the team game. that ran well against the, the Browns, and that was right. the Pittsburgh game. So they so they incorporated runs the same kind of way versus what we do. I was just telling my cousin this. That is film. That's watching film. Yeah, they that they, they told that, that we're vulnerable up the middle. And that's and team down. that are that will always be successful because these teams actually watch film. We ain't talking about, oh, let's just watch the film to see what we did wrong, blah, blah. No, we watch a film to see how we can get better. And then we say, well, we've been doing ain't going to work against them. Let's do this. Those are the adjustments that this guy doesn't believe need to be made from what we He thinks that because the offense is the offense and analytics say this, everything's going to work out. But every week we may not have Nick Chubb. Every week we may not have a help. We had DeAndre Johnson averaging nine and a half yards per freaking carry. And this dude wouldn't just hand the ball off. We get right in the red zone. What have I, what have I said about this guy? What have I said? We get yeah, into the red zone. That dumbass ran it down for, direct from, snap to the fullback. From, from 20 to 20, this dude is great. We get in the red zone, he do the dumbest stuff ever. You get right in the freaking red zone with this dude running 11 yards per carry and you do a direct snap to Johnny Stanton? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you joking? Right. So listen, this is why I say I could probably do this. I could mess up in the red zone too. Trust me. Pay mm-hmm. me what this dude is making and I'll guarantee you we'll have an awful fourth down rating We'll have a terrible third down rating, and we may not score in the red zone. We, and, and just give me the money that you give him. If this is what you want, I can do it. Oh, I promise I can. I promise I can. But it's, almost like, it's, it's almost like, man, the Browns, whatever reason, they're not taking stuff seriously right now. <laughs> they, they, they like, I'm glad you said that, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, they, they're, not, they're not taking this thing seriously. They felt too good after winning in Cincinnati. And here they go again. They're getting praise and how they, through all the adversity, they stepped up and did blase, blase. But you got to keep this up week till we have a target on your back. New England is fighting to get in the playoffs. For one thing, nope, everybody wrote New England off this yep. year. Yep. Belichick is the prideful man. He was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so you're man, trying to say I can't coach without. Yeah, you're trying to say I can't coach without Brady. That nigga you been know? mad since last year, man. They play at a different at a different speed. Their guys were going to get the ball. Like when that receiver, I don't know who that bum was that caught that touchdown and double coverage. But when he that went up and made that catch, it was a hell of a catch. catch. I'm like, they, they're they're taking this serious. Bro. The catches that they were making, some of the throws that Mac Jones was making and the, and they were catching, those were not easy plays to make. And no, they were going up tough. and making plays. Our guys were just playing. But they were playing like lazy. Like they're all the way to Boston. No, you're right. You're right. Bro, 
spot on. Spot on. That lazy freaking play that uh, Njoku made in the end zone. Yeah, we ended up scoring a touchdown later. But he catches the ball and lets this dude slap it out of his hand. That's lazy. That's lazy. And it's because I believe that these guys are smelling themselves, as my grandmama would say. These guys smelling themselves. I told you you after the Pittsburgh law, these niggas running around in costumes before the game. (laughs) That just shows you right there where where your priorities are. You wearing you guys the your, your rivals are in town the big game and y'all fools. I think, I think this cool. the costume. Here's here's what I think about uh, you know because Miles Garrett is a weird dude. I almost guarantee you that's all he brought to the stadium that day. He did because he was sitting in the press conference after the game. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, think, I don't think he I don't think he put it on because like I'm, I'm just gonna wear this back out there. I think he didn't have nothing else to put on. Like, what kind of goofball are you, bro? Not being professional, sitting there look, looking like the damn count from Sesame Street, the damn press conference. <laughs> I told you, I can't with them. I can't I can't invest in this emotionally if they ain't. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, they, they ruined the rest of my damn day. Like, my mother fried chicken. My mother ain't fried chicken in, in forever. Like, I'm going to have me a good dinner, and they going to win. Ruin my damn chicken dinner. He Food couldn't even enjoy it. Trust me. Trust you know? me, bro. The dude didn't enjoy his chicken dinner because he had some stuff to say <laughs> about his chicken dinner and he did not enjoy it like he wanted to. And, and now, talking- now I have to go through the week. I can't listen to the radio. Like, like when I'm at, like, for you guys that don't know, I have the most boring job in the world. My job is so boring that I sleep at my desk for at least 20 minutes during the day. I don't do it on purpose. It's just that boring. So I need stimulation so i listen to podcasts listen to sports radio and all of that but because of you bastards this week i don't have the option of listening to sports radio at work because i'll lose it i don't i don't i really don't want to hear the dumb yes and i'm calling these takes dumb as i know that sounds arrogant of me that like i know everything but no but cleveland fans when, when when we lose we have some of the dumbest callers it's going to be overreaction monday and it's not going to be a, a pretty sight, and I don't feel like dealing with it. I can't have all that extra negativity on top of already what's going on. So now you've taken away a week's worth of listening. Now I got to find someone else to listen to while I'm at work to stay awake. Like, thank you, thank you very much for taking that away from me this week. Well, I you know, mean, anyway, uh, and I suggest this for everyone, not just for Sean, but you could always listen to our show, bro. You know, I suggest. Everybody listen to our yeah, show. Yeah, everybody listen to our show. Get the get the numbers up. Get, get you know we we and we actually give you stuff that's worth listening to because we don't have the affiliation with the team. Trust me, ninety two three will never put this banner behind what they do. See that shit? It says embarrassed. Actually, you probably can't see it, but it says embarrassed. This is off Cleveland.com. So I didn't make this up. However, 92.3 can't put that up. You know why? Because everything they do is about the Browns. I'm about the Browns too. However, I can say whatever I want to say about any of those doggone players, however I want to. And so can Sean. And, and you know what? And usually when the Browns lose, there's something that you can point out positive. Okay, we moved the football. No, it wasn't nothing positive. Um, 
well, we did this, we did that well, and something else just went wrong over here. That we did run too. well. We ran well. Yeah. Well. But like 95% of the the the, the 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 execution today was downright dreadful. It was just off from top to bottom. You know, the punter had a good day today. <laughs> he did. Finally. For the first time. For the, the first time. But well, we don't need it. Like, we don't need you now. You know, <laughs> we need you to kick it to 65 yards. You kick it uh, Today, he was kicking the ball out all over Gillette Stadium today. <laughs> you know. For absolutely nothing. It was just awful, man. It was it was the game was over after our first drive. We walked down the field. That was it. There were no other highlights. We, we couldn't get off the field on third. I have another problem. We couldn't get off the field on third down either. It'd be third eight, third nine. So and they were playing that soft ass coverage so game. I'm like, wait, last week we were, we were playing man to man, man up, press coverage, and you playing worse receivers this week than you were last week. So, and you're, why are you giving them that? I don't understand the, the, the thought process, the mentality. They bring no I mean, blitzes. Can I can I tell you the thought process? Yeah, can, I, can I get in a little bit? So here's the thought process, and I, I I mean I can't I can't confirm this, nor can I say that I know this beyond any you know any uh, shadow of a doubt. First of all, let's just get rid of Joe Woods. One of the things that I and I and I've been I've been very critical of Joe Woods, but whenever Joe Woods gets it right, I've been one of the same people who just yeah. come back and say, "Hey, man, you got it right." We Way both have X Y Z. Well, it is what it is. So here we are a week later. I just gave him a game ball last week. I just gave him a game ball. So here we are a week later. And I'm really saying to this guy, I'm saying to anybody who's in charge of him, uh, Kevin Stefanski, I think you're in charge of, you know, hiring and firing coaches. If this dude don't get fired at the end of the year, because there's there's no, like last year, you could say, man, there's so many people that got injured. Remember, we had this yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So many people got injured. We had a lot of people playing out of position. We never anticipated having some of those guys start. We never anticipated some of those guys playing as many uh, plays as they played, blah, 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 blah. This year, oh, we got guys. Oh, we replaced those guys. Oh, we actually got guys that we let go of that other teams picked up the second that they were gone. That's how good the defense has gotten. And you still stink. I know we're third overall, but man, if you watch, this we can't be third. third. Third overall in what? Total defense? Total defense. This is the difference between watching uh, the stats and watching a game. If you watch this team, you can get a lot of stuff off this team. You can get a lot of stuff off this team. But the teams that decided they're going to chip, the teams that work best against us are the teams that load up against Miles Garrett. And then you got Miles Garrett off the field for two or three or four plays. What the hell is that? This dude, if this dude ain't conditioned enough, uh, Joe Woods, this is your bread and your butter. If you don't put this dude on the, on the field every single play or as many plays as you can, like you're handcuffing yourself, bro. You handcuffing right. yourself. And this dude outmaneuvered you today. 
uh, one of the best defensive coaches that's probably ever coached ever. And Bill Belichick outmaneuvered you because he understands defense, which means that you don't really understand defense. And you didn't think that he was going to do all these things today. And when he started doing these things, you didn't have an answer for it. You still kept running your same goofball as offense, or excuse me, defense back out there. And, 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 now, and now that I think about it, Joe Woods wasn't scared of Mac Jones and Aguilar and Kobe Myers and those guys. You know who he was scared of? Josh McDaniels. And, 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 but that's, that's, listen, that, that's, that's, that, that's, that, that's, 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 that, that, no, that is a problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, we have to get to the mentality of F the other team. F them and F what, what they do. They need to worry about what we do. You know what I'm saying? We have to start yeah. going in with imposing our will. And yeah. Cleveland teams, period, have always been like, Cleveland teams always try to adjust to what the other team is doing instead of making them adjust to us yeah. um, on a consistent basis. I remember Mike Brown, you know, he's with the Cavs, was notorious for that. Certain teams he played, he changed up the whole philosophy about certain stuff. Well, Mike um, Brown sucks. As an yeah, he coach. did. He sucks. So, um, we've had several sucking coaches in Cleveland sports managers, the, the coaches, everything. Um, Terry Francona doesn't suck, but Terry Francona comes here and coaches for game sevens that we may not even freaking make it to. It, exactly. So, so, my thing is, this team has to get some type of sense of urgency because there is none and and, and you, you can go back and you, you can say um that's the coach's fault which it is but also these are also grown-ass men where where you can't have i mean when, when are you going to motivate yourself to play but i think these guys really are really like you said they're feeling themselves too much and they're doing they got other things on their mind as a priority instead of winning football games right now. Um, like Miles Garrett, much as I love Miles Garrett, and I hate to, to, to bash Miles, but he said a couple of things the past couple of weeks that I didn't like. You know, we're asking him about, you know, being defensive player of the year and stuff like that. And he's like, Yeah, I want to be defensive player of the year. That's my goal. I'm like, why? Why is that that's that shouldn't be your goal? That's as an as an individual, yes, it's not there's nothing was well, nothing wrong with having that goal. But your yeah. main focus should be yeah, yeah. That should like be like, like I'm trying to get your first thing come out your mouth is man, I'm trying to get get, get to the Super Bowl, and if I happen to get the defensive player of the year on on the way there, um, then so but, be it. It'll be a great you know, honor. But the fact that you are, he sound like James Harden. Like when no, they asked James Harden about the MVP, and James Harden was like, "Something I'm focused on. Yeah, I want to be the MVP." I'm like, "No, you should be focused on getting the championships." You bum. But think about you know, it. Think about this though, Sean, and, and I agree with your with your stance uh, because I'm I'm the same way. I don't want to hear you telling me about some secondary bull crap trophy that you're gonna get because you know in a lot of cases you're gonna get it anyway when you're that good. Uh, you're gonna be in the running for that when you're that good. When you're a Miles Garrett, a basically a because you showed up today, you're gonna get a sack. Who, who I mean, we we. When we put his numbers versus other guys' numbers in their first 60, 70 games, this dude is a Hall of Famer already. 
Right. If we just put his name, his his numbers versus those people's numbers, he's already a Hall of Famer. He's beyond halfway to a hundred, which means he's a Hall of Famer. Because there's nobody who has less sacks than he does who's not in the Hall of Fame. Right. So he's a Hall of Famer as it is right now. He may not be a first ballot if he don't get another sack the rest of his career. He may not be a first ballot, but he's going to get in the Hall of Fame. So, okay. But the thing is, going kind of towards what you're saying, when you're that good, your goal shouldn't be to win a defensive player of the year. Your goal should be to win the AFC North and then say, hey, once we win this damn division, because of what I do, I want to win the conference because of what I do. And then I want to win a championship because of what I do. But you don't hear that. And I think sometimes you don't hear that because maybe, or at least you know, in certain spots, you don't hear that because maybe this dude don't believe in what the defense is talking about or where he sees the team going. So maybe in his mind, he's like, well, shit, y'all do all that, man. I'm just going to do my part. Like maybe he don't believe in what's happening. And that says something. I don't I can't say that I can't confirm any of the stuff. Of course yeah, it's it's a that that's that's speculation. You know, we can speculate on that. But um like we're back to you know, Joe Woods just doesn't call a consistent game from week to week. I mean, you don't blitz Mac Jones at all, a rookie quarterback. You know, all. Think that dude was comfortable. He was very, very comfortable today. There, there was no pressure um, on him at all. At least, at least not consistently. Where was those? Where was where was those Troy Hill? And, and you know, shout out to Troy Hill. Hopefully, uh, everything yeah. is going with him. But before he got injured, where were the Troy Hill? You know, uh, 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 blitzes or where were the corner blitzes or the safety blitzes? Didn't bring any safeties at all. And another thing I'm noticing too, um, in, the, in the run defense, the linebackers are nowhere to be found um, bringing up run support. No. On a consistent basis. It's because we run in zone. That's why. It's because they're all in a zone instead of being like in a mid. I think these guys, honestly, I and here's my issue, and this is why I put the coaches in my thing. I think these coaches miss a lot because they think that their defenses and their offenses work just as they are. When I call a play, this is just going to work because this is the play that works against that offense. But when you have a guy that's special, because you know you're, you're negating what the guys do in the in the, in you know in the front office, all the work they do all year long to prepare for the draft and then you bring in a guy, but then you don't even utilize what this guy brings to us. You just say, oh no, 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 no. We're good. We got this guy, but we don't, we don't need all of that extra speed and we don't need all of that extra precision or the option routes that this dude might run. We don't need that. Here's the offense. Let's run it. Here's the defense. Let's run it. All right. And for and some that, reason, man, cool, man. Yeah, at, at times, it. at times you can see adjustments, man. 
you, you can see the coaching staff putting players in positions to succeed and using them to the best of their ability. When, when Kareem was healthy, you can see them using Kareem the way they're supposed to or using um, Nick Chubb or, you know, and, and getting in positions to, to make big plays and do things. But then there's other games where they act like they never had any inkling of doing that at all. And they yeah. just completely go away from, from everything. I, mean. I don't get it. It's driving me insane. It's, it started really driving me completely insane. I was like, where is the consistency, period? Like, I don't know. Now, I have no idea what I'm going to get from, from week to week. And now, it's like, I, I really don't. Um, next week, so we got Detroit coming in um, next week. Must win. Everybody's going to chalk this up all week. Well, at least we got Detroit to get healthy. It's going, no, that's not going to be an easy win. It's not. And especially if, you, if you're not going to to execute and show up, we can easily lose that game. I mean, they tied Pittsburgh today. Uh, they've only been blown out once all season. They're still trying to look for day for. I was hoping the Lions would win a day, not just because they were only playing, we playing Pittsburgh. Right, right. Also, get that monkey off their. I want them to get that monkey off their back before they come in here. Now they're looking at us. It's like we can beat them. They they're probably looking at their tops because what what. What do we have to hang our hat on? We don't have right. anything to hang our hat on because we don't even prove ourselves separate. We don't we don't prove ourselves to belong with the echelon that are the top uh, teams in each division. Exactly, but but probably in eight minds they think they did. So here's the thing. No, I'm saying us. We don't. No, I don't. to be that way. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. But I think the players in their mind. Think that they're oh, I see what you're saying. In, that, in that upper echelon of of, yeah, of change. So here's my here's the thing, and this is where Stefanski has to put this in the heads of, of his team. He didn't tell them like, look, y'all ain't shit. He y'all y'all ain't shit until y'all actually prove that that that, that you're the shit. Who Bro. cares what what the media says about you? Week to week, week to week, like you're not. Actually, you're not the same team. You're not consistent. You're not the same team week to week. Cut out all that outside noise and get serious about this. You're on the verge. The season is about to yeah. can go off the rails. But, but you know who else needs to do that same thing? Kevin Stefanski. Yes, he does. Uh, and so does Joe Woods. Like, y'all have to – these guys have to say that they got to take this shit seriously. Don't tell me about no – Oh, we went one and zero this week. Now we got to go one and zero next. Man, shut your ass up. Go one and zero every week. You're correct. But bro, stop with the with the rhetoric. I need you to coach this team and to call plays. Like, bro, don't. This dude was averaging nine yards a carry. Why'd you do the direct snap to Johnny Stanton? Where did that work for you? It hasn't. So just do the normal stuff. Like you last week, last week before the Cincinnati game, he said, we're playing, we're fighting for our lives. And y'all played like it. So what happened this, this week? week these yeah, this week, yeah, look, y'all, the house is still on fire. That's what, and listen, and everybody ain't still out of the house fire. yet. And everybody ain't out of the house yet, bro. Exactly. So we got to get everybody out of the house. Imagine your sister, imagine, 
a house on fire and you know your grandmama and I was your, your I, my kids are in the house. Nigga, don't nobody want that. So you gonna do whatever you can to get back into that house to get them out of there. The, the bras are not playing like their shoes is on fire, like their pants are on fire, or like their people are still locked in a fire-ass house. The Browns are playing and the Browns are coaching. Like everything's okay because we won last week. We okay. Yeah, because it's like it's like they got an out. They're out. Our out is the uh the AFC North. That's our out. And we're not that far from being outside of the AFC North uh lead in terms of wins or whatever. Right. The Browns right now is like the, the Browns are like this. It's like you're driving down the street and you're driving a really, really nice neighborhood, right? You see this really gorgeous house. It's gorgeous on the outside. So you say, you know what? Let's, let's go and, and, and take a look at this house. And you say, we're going to take a look at it to see if you want to purchase it. Nigga, that's the birds. You talk about the yeah. birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You go in there. The, the plumbing is bad. It smells like shit. Shit all on the floor. Food spoiling in the refrigerator. Now, now you got a nice room. The master bedroom is a little nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you got some nice, you know, high ceilings and stuff like that. But Did you fall you know, through the floor. Yeah, you go, you go, you go in the basement. There's black mold and stuff everywhere. It's not, it's not as good as it actually seems. It looks good on the outside, but it does not as really from, from what it what it seems. And and that's what the Browns are right now. So I got a message right now. So this goes out to. Um, the Haslam, Jimmy, Jimmy and D Haslam, um, Andrew Barry, Paul D. Podesta, Kevin Stefanski, and the rest of the Cleveland Browns coaching staff and to the Cleveland Browns players. Y'all have to get this together because right now you're literally driving me fucking insane. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm about to emotionally detach myself because I cannot go on this fucking roller coaster ride emotions week after week. We, <laughs> when we were bad, like I had gotten to a point in my life, oh, oh around, was it 2015 oh. after we went like one, one and 15, hey. and then we went 0 and 16. I got into the place in my life. I was like, you know what? I'll always be a Browns fan, but you know, we're going to suck for the rest of my life. And I made peace with that. And I got comfortable with that. And I was in my safe zone. Then, then, then we draft Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward. You know, you know, trade for OBJ, and I started to come out of my safe place. I said, "Well, maybe we actually can be a good football team, and you maybe I can go. Maybe in, in, my, in the twilight years of my life, maybe I can actually start enjoying NFL football again, like I used to, and get back into it." So I came up, come up my safe space, and this is what I walk into—a piece of shit where I don't know what I'm getting from week to week, and I'm really on the verge of going back to my safe place. Listen, I can't do this one with you. I can't. You, I don't have the energy. You've been in the same spot for a long time, Sean. Like, again, when we started doing this show, I, I, I literally went back and, and looked at where we started this show. And I thought for a long time, because again, I, Sean and I have, for those of you who don't know, or those of you who may have forgotten, Sean and I have actually done this show for close to 20 years or so. Uh, we lost contact with each other and then we kind of reconnected. But the one thing that we always, you know, if, if we didn't agree on anything else in our lives, 
the one thing that we always had in common was the Browns. So we understood that language and we've always been, you know, on one accord when it came to uh, right. personality, when it came to the Browns, you know, what the Browns might've needed to do, et cetera, et cetera. So there's been a lot of things that have worked within our, you know, our relationship. And there's been a lot of things that didn't work, but the one steady uh, uh, focus in our lives has been Cleveland Browns and Cleveland sports. We had we had a few little fall offs where I was a little bit angry at the Indians, and I was like, "I'm a Yankees fan now," right, you know, right. stuff like that. But in general, in general, we've we've been Cleveland fans through and through. Oh, I forgot when we were kids, I wasn't a I wasn't a Cavs fan. You weren't a Cavs fan. You was a Lakers fan. Yeah. I was not a Cavs fan. I was a Lakers fan back in the day. Big Magic Johnson fan. And then there was a period where I was uh, a super Spurs fan, uh, you know, uh, other than being a Cavs fan. And then, you know, but I, I was a Cavs fan at that same time, too, which was different. However, I said all of that to say this show, outside of all the stuff that I, I was saying earlier, this show was really about us coming together to 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 recognize whatever happens amongst Cleveland sports, we were going to be the ones to cover it because we've seen it all. We've seen the tops, the bottoms, the in-betweens. So the stuff that Sean is talking about ain't because Sean is just this angry dude. Sean mad as shit because the Browns have let us down year after year after year, year after year after year after year after year, and it's like we're wasting away and we don't want to. This iteration of the Browns this iteration of the Browns is as good as any of the 80s iteration of the Browns. However, that 80s iteration of the Browns, they played hard no matter what was happening. We want the exact same thing because I tell you, right? these guys played hard every game, like the Reggie Langhorns and like the Webster Slaughters and like the Brian Brennans, and like the Marty Schottenheimers, and they, they schemed. Marty Schottenheimer didn't have one scheme. He came every week with something else for y'all to deal with. And he understood the Ernest Miners and the Kevin Max. He understood the Bernie Kozars. He understood the team that he had. It wasn't just about X's and O's. It was about playing hard every single day, no matter who showed up. And attitude, and when you know that you're back against the wall, you play. You know, you know, it's not not just a one week thing. That okay, just because you you bounced back last week doesn't mean you can rest on your laurels. Now we're done. Now we're done. And one thing I wanted to clarify when you said I've I've been in my safe space because I haven't really been going on rants and stuff like that. Um, wasn't because I had emotionally detached myself or anything like that. It was just that it was refreshing last year that we were actually in the conversation. So I ignored a lot of the red flags that were out there about certain things. Cause I was just happy that we were, you know, had a winning team, had a chance to go to the playoffs, end up going to the playoffs. And I said, compared to, to, to the, the, the pieces of shit I had to eat for the last 20 years, it was good to have a little, a little bit of spam for a change. Like it may not have been a gourmet meal, but it was better than the shit that I was eating before. 
Where the hell is this coming from? You like, know, <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why but, but I, I, I was, but still last year was emotional for me too. But I just took it a little bit better. But now but, I have expectations. I, so, so see, and now, now we got to have game. expectations. And now, and they're playing terrible. It's just awful. You know, we've had times when, when we look great and times when we look awful. It's really like no in-between. You, well, know, you had a couple in-between. Like, okay, like the Houston game, you know, Chicago, you know, I guess you're going to say. But it's just like, where is the, the folks? Like, what, 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 what is the goal this year? Let me ask you this. I, no, I agree with what you're saying because if, yeah. you, if you drew dots between – the Texans game and, and let's say uh, the Bears and then you go all the way out to where we were today. Like those dots would be all over the place. Bro. All over the place, right. It's not it's not one line of correlation. It's it's all over the place. It, there's nothing that we can, uh, as fans, can look at and say from week to week. And, and Jim Donovan said this a couple of weeks ago on the radio. From week to week, we don't know what we're going to get. We don't know who this team is at, at certain times. Like, what do we, where do we rest our – we keep saying we're this running team. However, we we go away from the run. We're running 10 yards a damn carry, and we just go away from the run. Or Nick Chubb's in there. Nick Chubb done ran off six straight 20-yard runs. Now let's just keep throwing the ball for, like, five plays in a row. What – Right. Like, what are we – what's the thought process and how we move from play to play? Like, right. and, and this is part of, I think this is part of Sean's angst, and I'm kind of speaking for Sean. I don't mean to, but I think this is part of Sean's angst. We don't know what we're going to get from week to week. I know this is part of my angst. We don't know what we're going to get from week to week. I don't know what to say to people. One week I'm taking up for Baker, and then the next week it sounds like, God dang, great catch. Uh yeah, it was a great catch, and also one of the, the one of the worst. It was, it, was, it was a great throw. That was a great catch. Yeah, um, you should have accepted that though. I just think that you know, there's, there's, there. I, I, I'm looking for things to work, and things don't work for us. I mean, to 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 not be able to move the ball at all. But listen, when when, when we're talking about, you know, a guy that averages. This dude averages more per carry than Jim Brown. I don't need to do to run the ball 50 times a game, but he averages more per carry than Jim Brown did. Who can say that? Only about right. three dudes no, in one. history. No, it's one. That's just, just, a, just one. Jamal Charles this and then Nick Tuck. That's it. Yeah. It's three um, dudes in that conversation. It's Jamal Charles. It's Nick Chubb, and then it's Jim Brown. Who we talking about three dudes? So, why do you feel like you can't hand the ball off to this guy on a regular basis? Just turn around and hand it off, or had a guy in the game as that decoy and do play action. But there's times he's in the game you don't do play action. There's times when he's in the game when you don't run it with him. I don't get it. Like, there's nothing consistent about this great offense. It's not showing up. And when you're five and five, trust me, it's not showing up. 
And now, because we lost another freaking AFC game, if we don't win this division, we are not going to the playoffs. Right. We're not going to the playoffs. We done lost to every AFC team we played. Every one of them. Yeah. Except for, oh, I'm sorry, except for the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals are, are the lone, uh, oh, I'm sorry, and the Texans. Sorry. The team that wasn't going to the damn playoffs anyway. Right, exactly. So we don't we don't hold any any tiebreakers at all except for yeah. Cincinnati. We don't have we don't hold and really, you know, we still don't have the game to go with them. So, you know And that's why we gotta win the division. So now we got two games against the Ravens coming up within uh the next what is it, four weeks? We got three games against them in the next four weeks. Because next and week we, we know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you exactly right now what's gonna happen. We're gonna lose one of them. Yeah, we're probably going to beat Detroit. Oh, we're going to probably look halfway decent. I look halfway decent doing it. And they're going to coach aggressive because they're now scared of Detroit. Then we're going to go to Baltimore on Sunday night and coach like some pussies and lose. And if we lose that game, that's it. If we lose that game, we're out of the playoffs. We're not doing nothing. And that's what I'm sick of. I'm sick of this scary coaching. You know, I can't, I you know, for, for, for y'all not to be able to move the ball at all from the first drive on is, is mind-boggling. Y'all are a professional football team. We like the Browns from 1999 today. Like, y'all couldn't move the football. They, they didn't run the ball. At all? They didn't want to run. That, like, and, and, the runs and, and, and real quick, so I, like I, said, I really, I've talked about this enough, you know, it's making me matter. I know maybe um we could kind of maybe talk about next week and something else because right now i can't here's what really really pissed me off so remember at, at halftime right right at halftime i said you know what the only way we're gonna win this game we got to stop them on this first drive and then we got to go tempo and we actually we're doing it. The first stop them, and we kind of went to like a not necessarily a no huddle but kind of like, like like a sugar huddle right so we get to we moving the ball a little bit Get to like was it third and eight, something like that. I ain't really been running the ball, running the ball a little bit, but kind of mixing it up. And these fools do a shotgun run sweep that they knew was coming. And that play was dead from when it was, and that was it. Like whatever moment, whatever chance we had of trying to make a comeback, that was I was like, why would y'all run that play now? Now before y'all don't want to run, and now it's third and eight. Or 31, it was like 36. It wasn't even third and eight, it was 36. Something like that. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Here's what I said about here's what I said about that placard. Somebody was like, why does he have that placard up to his face? I said, every play on that placard says this shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> One thing I think look like a Waffle House menu. Like, what is like that? that. <laughs> Put that shit down. That looks like a Waffle House. Yes, I will have uh the steak. And onion uh, omelet, yes, perfect. I'll take yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, but, I, but I, I'm just too outdone. And here's something else, real, real quick. Nope, go ahead. Every team in the AFC is flawed in some form or fashion. Yeah, every one of them. There is no, there is no team that you can say right now that's the out and out favorite to go to the Super Bowl from from the AFC. It's too jumbled up. Agreed. The perfect opportunity to take advantage of that. 
And we're not. Like, well, when we look at it that way, the, the Bill Belichick came and like, look, that team, you know what I'm saying, that team got flaws, but we're going to do what we do best and take away what they do best because they they mirror us in many ways. They knew exactly what, what was happening. Like I said, the example was like, like we playing Tecmo Bowl and they picking our play every time, yeah. you know, on, on defense. You said it's that. like take it, get this shit, you know, take, like Baltimore, people like at like Baltimore is this old, this old scary team. Baltimore really been kind of living through the season themselves. They ain't been but going they nobody out. Way, but they, they just figure out, out a way to figure yeah. out a way to win. Right. So this Browns, Cleveland Browns, there's still an opportunity here. All is not lost. It's getting close. You know what I'm saying? Well, we we had uh we, we, we had like Def, Def, Defcon four. We we had easily we had deep, we are easily at Defcon three and a half. Yeah, something like that. We we so, are we are we, look we are on our way into uh they they have opened up the uh the doors in, inside of the mountain where we got to go down into the elevator to get ourselves prepared for whatever's getting ready to come next. Yeah, it, it's know? almost like it's almost like when when they found out that Chubb wasn't playing almost like oh here we go again like what else we got to deal with but, but here's the blah, thing blah 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 but that but that's stupid but no here's the thing when Deionis Johnson came out them first that first drive Deionis Johnson came out and this dude was running all he was shredding these guys he was so again don't tell me that he couldn't have shredded these guys and he kept calling. Like, what, what plays worked? So run those plays again. But they weren't running those plays again. They were doing different stuff. They were trying. Like, I feel like he looks at this as the as the uh, the preseason. I'm going to see if this play works. You got to go. So, so the, the late that season, and you got to start throwing some of those plays out. So, so you, so you think part of it could be and this is a, and if it is, it's still terrible. But like, are you thinking that the players are losing confidence in the coaching staff on both sides? I think they are. That's what I was saying about Miles Garrett. I think okay. Miles is saying those things because he don't believe in what's getting ready to happen. Like in his mind, he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta aim at something because what I keep hearing ain't enough to keep me going." You know, well, and I don't, I don't know any of that i don't this this is my own interpretation of it yeah i know what you're saying and, and, and that because because we always talk about how um players have to learn and have to evolve and change especially when they get film on them and stuff like that coaches have to do the same thing like bill belichick wasn't always bill belichick um you know mike Tomlin wasn't always mike Tomlin. the coaches have to grow and evolve so stefanski you have to be like look what you're doing some stuff that worked last year ain't working this year. And the stuff that is working, do it. And listen, like, like, like the Browns, like, like, like we, we become a great screen. We went from not running any screens at all to being one of the best screen teams in the NFL. Hey, bro. And then you don't run any. Biggest complaints. Yeah. And you're right. I've been complaining for years that we don't run screens. And now, and today you decide that. You're not going to run. They ran one that didn't work. And I guess because that one didn't work, you said that you didn't scrap it. it. That yeah. was it. We done. We ain't running no more. But the screens actually work for us, especially 
the the tight end, uh, you know, uh, shit. Even a linebacker. I mean, not the linebacker. The uh, fullback screens that we we've run a bunch of those. Where you and got then, the yeah, and then like on the flip side, because we run so many screens, so defense y'all can't recognize when they running the same shit we was running. Y'all couldn't recognize when that screen was setting up. But like, that's like the what I saying, bro. That's what I was telling you when I text you that. I feel like we playing ourselves, and not yeah. like we playing ourselves, but we're playing versus ourselves, and we're not. Like we we looking at the players like what they doing? It's the same setup. I can see it. Again, they don't pay me to do this, and even my podcast I I do for free for the most for the most part. I would like uh, excuse me sponsorship. If anybody could you know just throw <laughs> a uh, you know uh, in here we're we getting our numbers up. We close to like twelve or thirteen views per show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I just don't, I don't understand why they don't see that, bro. Like you're running this play, and you see this play is working. Why don't you just keep going to that play or say to yourself, like, if you go back and watch our show from a year ago or two years ago, you would say, man, these dudes keep complaining about it about a screen. But now we're finally running screens. And today you run one screen that don't work and you just don't do the screen again? Like, why? Like, you need to put... I don't feel like the Browns are trying to win games because they don't seem like they're pulling out all stops. They're not doing enough to win these games. There's no sense of sense of, sense of urgency at all. It's not. Don't tell me you some analytical genius. And when, you're, not bringing any, you're not bringing any blitzes. It's like, okay, look, you get... Um, excoriated playing this zone. Why not bring some pressure and try to force the issue? You're not an analytical guy if you don't use all your numbers to your advantage. You're not an analytical guy if you don't say my dude is averaging nine and a half yards per freaking carry and I'm going to run on first down. You know, because analytics will say I'm running on first down. This dude is running the shit out of the ball. I'm going to run on first down. And if they stop me at Second and not, I'm running on second down too because I need a third, a third and short. And what works better? I know Baker Mayfield. I don't know if you know Baker Mayfield, but I'm here to tell you, Baker Mayfield. No matter what anybody is saying, I like this guy, but within this offense, this offense has kind of neutered him. He's not the guy that we saw when he was a rookie who was slinging that thing all over the place. He's not the the, the second coming of Brett Favre no more. Yeah, that's so, true. So within this offense, we can't expect this dude to just start zipping and throwing and zipping and throwing all over the place because the offense doesn't allow him to do that. So then you got to rely on the run. So the fact that you don't rely on the run when this is what you need to do and then you try to turn the, the game over to the gunslinger who you don't want to be the gunslinger, you don't took the bullets out the gun so he can't kill the person when he shoot him. It's a mess. Right. It's a complete mess. It wasn't OBJ's fault. It ain't Baker's fault per se either. It's all of it. You can't scramble an egg and tell me that it's the it's the yolk's uh, fault versus the, the egg white's fault. Right. It's the entire egg. At some point, Kevin Stefanski, 
offensively needs to figure out what's in that egg and what works best for the team. And he also needs to step his ass. He needs to take that whole placard away from himself. Like he needs to, he needs to purge himself with that placard. <laughs> like go in the room and beat himself with that placard so that he don't want to be a part of that placard no more and let AVP call these plays. Joe Wood, I, I haven't seen you with a placard. However, I would like to beat you with a placard. Myself. Yeah, he has to go. Because last year I kept saying, think, well, you know, he's he, he's neutered. He got all these bad players. He can't nah, really Joe Wood coach the way. No, he, he just can't. He just can't coach. You got to go. You got to go. Your system with, with these dogs, because you got dogs. Your system with these dogs don't work. And you got dogs. You, sir, have to go. I got nothing for you, man. And I, 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 I really can't stand. I can't stand this soft ass shit. I can't. I can't stand it at all. I can't. I can't stand it. I can't stand it at all, bro. I like y'all aren't even trying. Y'all, y'all just playing, playing scared. Who's New England? It's Bill Belichick. It's freaking oh. New England without Tom Brady. Right. What are you talking about? You don't even got. You know, you, you don't even have the same. You don't got Gronk. You don't have none of. You got Jamie Collins. Who's scared of Jamie Collins? Nobody. Devontae Hightower. Who's yeah, scared right. of Devontae Hightower? You I remember, it's reminding me of something that, uh, um, I remember we were playing the Pistons in the playoffs. This is LeBron's first go around, right? And we had won the game or something like that. No, I think Detroit may have won the game. And they were asking Rasheed Wallace about something about LeBron James, King James. He was like, y'all call him King James, not us. He just That's LeBron. And to me, and at first being a Cavs fan, I was like, oh, you hating, but he's supposed to think like that. You can't think, yeah. You can't yeah, think he, he, he was pretty, pretty much like, like, F, like F, F him. You know what I'm saying? And that's like the, the mentality. I don't care how good he is or whatever. We just as good. And we coming to take and his head. And we coming at his neck no matter what. Right. And that's okay, how, how we're supposed to be. But we're looking at it like, oh, it's, it's Bill Belichick. It's this. Or it's Mike Tomlin. Or it's Ben Roethlisberger. Or it's Pat Mahomes. Oh, we yeah. we, we can't. We're not on that level yet. Oh, it's Tyreek Hill. Oh. Yeah, right. We're scared you, of him. You know, you got to look at those guys. And you putting and you're handcuffing. Because this is what I was trying to, you know, say to you in the, in the, in the text messages, because you was like, somebody got to make a play, but you can't. If this dude ain't calling the blitz, and he's yeah, not, right, right, and he's right, right, you, right. I, I need to be in the zone. I got to be in a zone. So I can't do nothing because I'm in a zone. So I got to wait for him to catch it and then get to him. Because that's what zones call. I forgot what game I was watching, man, but it, it, whoever it was, a rookie quarterback, they actually was in the game close third and some late in the game it was like third and 12 and you know the defense coordinator dialed up and all out assault all out blitz brought everybody rookie didn't know what to do threw the ball away or someone threw interception like that but that was game over forced the issue forced him to make a decision they know you know what joe woods would have did in that situation playing he, 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 he would have rushed two and dropped back 10 and, let, and left a wide open zone somewhere yep. for them to yep. somewhere in the middle Somewhere yeah. in the middle that ain't seen his whole life. <laughs> it was an easy play 
and now I can just throw this thing in. Like, how how don't you have? How don't you have? Because they'll say, "Oh, I got the best defense in the league," because we're number three, bro. You're five and five. That's the best defense in the league. At five and five, tell right. me a significant stop. Tell me a third down stop that we had to get that you got. You haven't. You can't get your defense can't get off the field. Yeah, I got issues with Joe Woods as much as I got with Kevin Stefanski. And, and, yeah, and they really need, need to have they need to have a come to Jesus moment and really sit down and say, look. What what we're doing is not working, and what do we need to do to put our players use like look, look at the talent that that we have, and put our players in the best way to use their talents, but tell me their best ability. Tell me this, Sean. Do you think that Kevin Stefanski thinks that he puts his offensive players in the best position to win games? He probably does. In his mind, he does. You, you but he, like, he thinks he does, right? But yeah, do yeah but he doesn't. He doesn't do. He does it but sometimes, do but he's not consistent. He, but do you think he does? Not consistently. Okay, so I can agree. I can agree with pieces of that because I do agree with the not consistently. My answer is no. He doesn't. Because if you're still telling me up until last week that you got a guy that you can use and utilize that can make an advantage for your offense but you haven't figured out how to do that yet. You haven't figured out how to make that adjustment yet. That's a problem. That's a problem. And we could, you know, I'm not talking about one player. I'm right. speaking on a player that can make a difference. I don't care who that one player is. So let's say that the player is Nick Chubb. Let's not talk about the player that's not on the team anymore. Let's say it's Nick Chubb. So when Nick Chubb is averaging six, seven, eight yards a carry, and then you decide to throw three out of four uh, plays, why are we throwing three out of four plays when we're, we're averaging six, seven, eight yards carry? Same well, look, thing. Here's why the thing. Next week, in the game taking a taking a handoff when the fullback at that. If why you do that, at least at least do it to a wide receiver. Why is really, it game taking a handoff? Really, don't don't do it at all. But that, that's do my it, point. Just get get this to somebody that can point. actually run the ball. Like, um, what are you doing? Who's calling these plays? We get in the red zone, and this is the call you call. I'm not talking about. Listen, the second down pass to uh, Njoku. I was all over Njoku the entire time. Man, what the? Why the hell you dropped that? And you looking at the referee to, to bail you out. No, nigga, catch the ball. Right. And that's always Man, when, when guys drop. He put the ball. I've been critical, and you know this, about ball placement. Man, that dude put the ball right where you can catch it. You caught it yeah. and dropped it. And that's why I'm always like, you know, when people were like, well, Baker this, Baker that. Baker <laughs> play like shit, but it ain't all his. Like I said, it's not all one person's fault. It's the, not, the, 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 these are team losses. Everybody supposed hey, to do their job. How often have I mentioned Baker tonight? No, really <laughs> I have really. I really haven't. I right. really haven't. I ain't coming down on Baker. Baker made a bunch of bad passes today. But I will tell you this. A lot of what Baker did today wasn't Baker. Wasn't on Baker. Or our loss wasn't on Baker, should I say. Right. He, did, he did his part. He damn sure did his part. With that dumbass pass. 
and that other pass, like you just put us behind the eight ball. But overall, I put this more on Stefanski, which is why I got him behind me, and I put this on Joe Woods. These you can't give up forty four. This is the, this is the most points that New England scored all year. If I'm not probably mistaken. the most points they didn't scored in two years. Or second most. I take that back. I think it might be second most. No, no, they scored fifty some earlier. Yeah, they scored. Uh, but I think a lot of that was like defense. Though. I don't think it was a offense really getting off. Yeah, they scored fifty four earlier this yeah. year. So um, this is the second most. But you, they had Mac Jones out there looking like Tom Brady. Way and I didn't want to say this because I knew that people were going to come at me, but I'm like, Mac Jones looked like Baker Mayfield. Like, they're they're equal right now. They're both game managers that do the exact same stuff. And I knew people would come at me, so I never said it. But the truth is, that's exactly what they have. This is, we are, we played a mirror team of ourselves. However, they understood what they had versus us thinking we had more. And if the Browns, I'm going to use a Stephen A uh, word, and, and I hate Stephen A, by the way, so I hate using his words, but I have to use this word. Uh, if the Browns stop viewing themselves in a bloviated sit, uh, 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 situation, we, we think of ourselves up here. We stop thinking of ourselves up here because we ain't did shit. So we don't have a reason to think of ourselves in a, in a higher sense, if we stop thinking of ourselves that way, from this dude to the defensive coordinator to hell, D and, 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 and Jimmy, everybody stop thinking that we're better than what we are. Who, who do you think it are the, the, I don't want to say leaders, but who's the one guy you think on the team? that can galvanize them and, and get everybody together on, on the same page. Who's that one guy? If there's one, at this point, if there's one guy, it's Juice. If there's one guy, I would say Juice. Uh, but Juice is not Juice right now. So if I had to pass that baton to someone else, I would say, honestly, it's probably uh, Miles Garrett. And Miles Garrett has already taken people to task this season. <laughs> he's he's called out a bunch of guys on the defense. You know, well, who, whoever whoever these people are or persons are, I need people to start getting cursed out. I need to have stuff start getting thrown <laughs> over, thrown throughout the locker room. You know what? You know what? Here's what we get ready to do: two guys and a mic on the road. We about to start taking a regular daily road trips. Uh, to Berea, and we're going to stand outside the gates, and as guys swipe themselves into the building, we're going to yell, hey, you play on defense? Hey, man, you need to do better than what the hell you doing? Yeah, right. We're going to yell at them as they go inside <laughs> the building. <laughs> Two guys I mean, in the fight. We are, we are uh, you know, uh, we are active uh, guys trying to make sure that the, that the team understands we on their side, but we not on y'all side because we not trying I mean, to lose. I need these players to start taking some self-accountability. But it ain't none. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, they start taking like, – like all this other outside stuff don't matter. I'm tired Bro, of seeing – I'm tired of seeing people, people making videos. And, I need and, you and, on and, one and, side. I, I, listen, I need you on one side as they swiping in, and I'm going to be on the other side. We're going to be yelling the same thing. I'm tired. Like I follow a lot of the rounds on social media. I'm tired of these niggas self-aggrandizing. 
aggrandizing themselves. Talking about, yeah, God got my back with a with a selfie photo but, or like but, all this type listen, of rigmarole and all that. Man, just play some damn football, Sean. Come on, Sean. Let's play some damn football. I'm tired of seeing that shit. <laughs> you know, on, it's, it's the main, you know who the main man, corporate you know, guards are taking these don't damn make people stop listening to us. Stop it. I don't give a damn. Because you already know what it is. Listen, it's just like regular Christianity, bro. People say all that stuff. You know your daughter can't sing. You know <laughs> your your auntie can't cook, but you're gonna bring that, you're gonna bring that pot roast anyway, huh? No, it's not even about like not what no, I was saying. This is it. That's it though. I'm just saying in general, just just did you say that they always posting. But see, sometimes because people you're talking about accountability, right? If your auntie can't cook, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna ask my auntie to cook this pot roast. You can't cook. So I'm gonna try to figure out a way to cook it for myself or do my own thing without you because you don't right. wanna hurt nobody's accountability is looking a dude in the face and saying, Man, you stink at this. At here's what, here's what, what I'm gonna do. Like when we get off, when we get done with the podcast today, I rarely listen to post-game press conferences. Because you always either. get coach speak and just player speak. That's so it. I'm going to go on Browns.com and I'm going to listen to them today. And I want to hear what they have to say. They, if, I don't hear, if, if I don't hear any not. type of anger. You're not. Or accountability not. or anything like that. It's kind of a wrap you're for this season. Be, I'm telling you. Somebody that. needs to have. I need a, a Keyshawn Johnson. Terrell Owens type of meltdown right now. I need somebody to give a damn. I need a meltdown. Um, you know, with somebody just going off angry, like we're angry right now, uh, 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 you know, of how they're playing. Bro, you ain't going to hear it. And here's the thing. You're here's probably why. right, but. But here's why. Here's why you're not going to hear it. It's a couple of reasons why you're not going to hear it. Number one. You remember what you were just saying about you uh, a couple years ago? We we here in Cleveland, and I, I said this to you before, and you just kind of brought it up, which made me think of it again. We here at Cleveland because we haven't been good in such a long time. Because we haven't been good. We haven't had a great quarterback. We haven't had a good quarterback. We haven't had a decent quarterback. We haven't had the same coach. We haven't had, you know, all these things. We can put them all in that box, right? We have what I like to call the tallest midget syndrome. Because we haven't had a great quarterback, we accept what Baker does. Because we haven't had a great coach, we accept what this dude does. That doesn't mean what he's doing is the best stuff. But because we haven't seen anything good in X amount of years, we accept everything this dude says and does as the best thing. Huh? You're right. And so so we have the tallest midget. Listen, you can be the tallest midget, but guess what you still are? A midget! You still a midget. And we're still midgets. We think that we're better. Because, oh, we won and went to the playoffs. But what have we done since then? What have we done consistently 
other than be inconsistent. We are the most consistent team at being inconsistent. And yep. I said that last year. Consistently and inconsistent. And everybody killed me last year because I was going off about Kevin Stefanski and his ways. Now, here we are a year later. And what are we talking about? The same stuff I talked about last year. It's killing us. I called this a year ago, but last year I was the only one throwing in everybody's paw who saw something. And not to say that I'm right. right about a lot of stuff, but I saw this last year. I said it last year when I was going berserk. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So now here we are. This is the only reason I, this is what I told you. This is the only reason I can laugh at it now because I pulled myself back. And now I'm like, no, nah, I already said this. This is cool. Kevin Stefanski got it. He has to change his philosophy. And not just him. Because honestly, I think the offense is a little bit further than the defense. They got to get rid. I'm not calling to get rid of Kevin Stefanski yet. I think he can evolve. They got to get rid of Joe Woods, Joe. That dude got to go. That thought process and that philosophy and I don't even want him going at the end of the season. I want him going now. <laughs> end of the season, it'll be too late. Right. Like, that missing damn playoff. He needs to go right now. He's not any good. I'm not against Kevin Stefanski. I'm not in the camp of get rid of Kevin Stefanski. I'm not saying any of that. I called what's happening with Kevin Stefanski a year ago. But I think this dude is a good coach. So just relinquish the play calling and just be a coach. And then maybe you get better at what you do. I think there's room to grow. Joe Woods ain't no room to grow. Get the hell out. And right. again, as my as my cohort has just suggested, I will drive you to the goddamn airport if you need me to. I'll help you move boxes. I'll bring boxes so you can move boxes. Yeah. Like, dude, you got to go. Like, I, I just need him to get away from my football team right now. Like, get away from me. <laughs> Period. You, you know how bad the day was for me? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hate being like this. I was so mad today. Just being honest, bro. Shit. You know, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you why. Like, I was so mad today. You know, I'm watching. You know, they showing some highlights. And you see Cam Newton scoring and doing a Superman. That, like, pissed me off. And it's, you know why it pissed me off? Because I don't want to see anybody off. else. I don't want to see anybody else be happy right now. If I can't be happy with my football team, I don't want nobody else to be happy. Keep running around and shit. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking Cam Newton and had the game of his life. I'm like, this dude must be ball. I'm gonna look at the stats. This nigga threw three passes. I'm like, wait a minute. So look like this, they showing all this hyping up Cam, and that's all he did. Those two plays, they showed the highlights. Only two plays he ran all game, and it pissed me the hell off. Hey y'all. That's my dude right there. That dude, that dude that y'all see on the other side of the screen, that's my dude. <laughs> it pissed me off. I, was like, I don't want nobody to be happy. I'm miserable. Everybody need to be miserable today. And I've never had anything against Cam Newton. I had never, I never had anything against Cam Newton. They were watching him celebrate New Superman. It pissed me the fuck off today. Just for whatever. I know that was random, but this, this is the honest nope, truth. I was not, sitting there eating nope, my dinner it's mad. Random for everybody else. It's not random for me. Sean is the biggest hater when the Browns don't do well. Y'all don't understand. I've walked home, or walked to the car, rather, 
and then got in the car and had to drive home with this dude after a loss. Let me tell you something. <laughs> he hates every block. He hates every like you know people. People as we're walking past people, this dude would be like, "Man, these people are stupid." <laughs> Other people's conversations, and they'll be talking about stuff that don't have nothing to do with the game, and then he'll get mad that other people aren't as angry as he is. You don't understand. Yeah, it had to be, people be laughing and joking, walking from the stand. Laugh about what he just walked. Carrying man, this right. dude carries the fury like nobody else, man. Like we'll be walking, and then I'll be like, "Damn, son, like you straight, man? Man, I'm good, man." You know, he just <laughs> <laughs> like you want to stop and grab something, man. I don't want shit, man. I just want to go home. Like that's that. Yeah, I do. I do want to go home. Like that just stopping place just extending my misery. I yeah, just want to go home and that's exactly and suck it out. Y'all don't understand because for the last two years, I've been the one who's been the most voice uh boisterous and the one who's been the most talkative with my emotions. Y'all don't understand it. Sean is the worst out of the two of us when it comes to that. Like it's, there's nothing I can do with Sean. Sean can yeah, do like my I family was my family was stuff. talking to me after the game. I'm looking at them I like, why are y'all talking to me right now? I can't do nothing with this dude. Like, why are y'all talking to me? Yeah, like, like I can't do nothing. I'm done. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm tired of talking about this shit <laughs> right now. Uh, we're not giving any game balls at all. Even if you wanted to give one today, you're not giving one. Nobody gets anything. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I'm done. Like, I, like this really, they really took me there today. Listen, man. I'm like, how do, you, how do you have this type of, how do you do that? Like, how do you, everything on the line, how do you come out and play like that? How does that happen? Like, really, like, how, I'm, I'm really at a loss. I'm really dumbfounded. How do you play that bad? I can understand if you're a bad football team, you just don't have no talent. You know, if, if we were the Jets, or the Jaguars or something like that. I can see that happen. But how do you come out? You got playoff aspirations. How do you do that? How? How? How do you come out and play that bad? Like, seriously, how do you play that bad? How? I don't get it. How do you play that bad? That was one of the worst displays I've ever seen. And a good thing about it was they weren't making, like, bad plays. They just weren't playing. You know what I'm saying? They weren't doing anything. And they literally came out after that first drive and stopped playing football. I told you. I told you. What do we do like well? They weren't playing. What do we do well? We, we descriptive plays are awesome. Yeah. Johnson, Johnson ended up with five carries. Excuse me, five uh, yards per carry. Five yards per carry. What do you get, like 80 yards? Uh, 99 yards. Oh, so yeah, 100 yard day. Okay. Or 19 carries. However, you threw the ball uh, 30 times. Did we? Which, which we weren't. Doing that well. Oh yeah, well, a lot of that came. That, that was in the, in the in the fourth quarter. All right. I mean, but you know, you go eleven for twenty-one with Baker. 
And they, they went eight for 12 with, with Case Keenum. Man, what the hell uh, Case Keenum complete eight? Oh, you know what? All that happened when I turned the game off. Yeah, Case Keenum. I didn't see I, – I, 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 I didn't see uh, – I didn't see Case Keenan complete one pass what I was watching. I literally I turned I the game off. You know what's crazy? I watched the rest of the game and I was still cooking because I, you know, I cooked dinner for the family today. I I was watching the game, but I didn't see him complete a pass. I, I saw him out there, but I didn't see him complete. Every time I looked up, I stopped, man. I stopped watching the game probably about was six, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. So I watched the first 48. I should it wasn't another it wasn't another damn well, game. Same, look, well, you could have kept watching the Browns game. There was a it was an episode of first 48. It was, it was a, a damn execution. It was a murder. Uh, uh, only difference is we knew who killed us. <laughs> them <laughs> niggas shouldn't even be allowed to ride the, the train. I mean the plane home. It, it was bad. Was them, it was awful. Baker was I awful. put them dudes on, on the Greyhound. Like, can y'all going riding coach. Hey, can I say this? Baker was awful today. Can I say that? Yeah. Anybody who supports Baker or anybody who and listen, and I'm a I'm a Baker supporter because I, I love the Browns. So anybody who supports Baker and his team Baker and all that Baker stunk today. He stunk. He threw into double coverage more than once. He threw a lot of bad balls today. Now I shouldn't say a lot. He threw some bad balls today. I shouldn't say a lot. That 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 would probably be. Uh, hyperbole, but he he did throw some bad balls today, and you can't blame anybody, any one dude anymore. Baker just was bad today. That's it. He was. Well, he had seventy three yards passing in the third quarter. He went out in the middle of the third quarter. He had seventy three yards in the middle of the third quarter. Stop telling me that somehow this dude is. Great or good, Baker is basic. And again, listen to what I'm saying. I think his basicness is within this offense. I think he's better than this offense, but he's trying to do what the coach is asking him to do to get his money. You ain't going to get your money like this, bro. I'm sure Matter of fact, yeah. another nigga, they don't even deserve a paycheck today. <laughs> they, they, they don't deserve no paycheck. They don't deserve no post game meal. Here we go. Look, here we go. <laughs> I didn't even know that was getting ready to come. Here we go. Like, go like look at this. Like, now, see, man, my boy texts me right now, and I love you, Michael, saying he hate Patrick Mahomes' voice. I guess, but well, I don't give a damn about Patrick Mahomes right now. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I really don't. I want you to know that I'm putting this. I can't wait to break this film down so that I can. I'm, I'm breaking up at least at least half of this to put it on the damn uh, IG page. Just saying. I can't wait. Because I need people to see Angry Sean. Everybody has seen Angry Ron. No one has seen Angry Sean. And Angry Ron can be a son of a bitch. I'll, I'll be the first one to agree. That's why I don't like being angry. This is why I, I hate it. Because I know when I go there, I'm there and I'm probably going to be there for a minute. Sean is the equivalent of that. However, Sean is not as boisterous as me. Sean is the, he's just a grumpy, angry guy. Like, you're like, hey, hey, sir, we have complimentary drinks. I want your damn drink. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck your drink. It's probably nasty anyway. 
I don't want none of that shit right now. See? See? You know? I'm not making it up. I've been knowing this dude since we was 11. This is who he has been since we've been 11. This ain't new. Not to me. It's new to y'all. This ain't new. And I thought I was doing Sean a favor by putting him on this podcast and giving him an outlet. And it turned out it was always me being mad. Now, I feel vindicated. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I really, honestly, I don't want to talk about this shit no more. That's why I give you a heads up. Um, I'm going to the game next week. My cousin Matthew was coming in town, uh, who was a huge Lions fan. So um, we're going to the game. So hopefully, you know, I'll be able to get the show in with you at some point in time. But, you know, I got family in town too. So we're going we're gonna to try to make oh, it happen. okay. All right. Okay, so we got to I'll be back Saturday night. Oh, excuse me, Sunday night, but we'll 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 work we on it. All right. Okay. We'll so we we'll, we'll talk about it. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Now, if we lose next week, I'm not I'm, it listen, may not be a show. Listen to me. Let me tell you something. If we lose <laughs> this game. If we lose this game next week. No, there's gonna be a show. I don't care if it's on Monday. There's gonna be a show. And it is not gonna be pretty because I gotta let it out. I'm gonna have to because I'm you know I'm gonna be in a car with my wife and my oldest son driving back listening to the game. So when I go berserk about whatever's happening if we don't win, look, I'm I, trying I to I need to, to push that button because normally it gets the point in the season where I press the eject button when I want everybody gone. I mean I want everybody I gone from Man, they helped me out winning last week, so I'm not going to eject. I'm. Tr- I don't want to either. I want to have like a be rational. I know I'm a rational person about things, but it's getting to a point. Like we, I don't have much time. I don't. I don't know how much time I have left. Now I, I already know that my emotional gas tank is on E. Like like my light is on. My fuel light is on. All right. Oh. <laughs> And, and gas is high right now. Even emotional gas is high. That's expensive to put that back. Like I don't, I don't have much left to give. I really don't. I've, I've poured my heart and soul into this for like over forty years. I don't have much left. Like if we have to hit the eject button, I don't know if I can come back from that. Because when I hit the eject, I mean, I want, I want everybody going. I mean, I want the front office gone, the coach. The players, the hot dog vendors, the fear guys—I want everybody going. Yeah, the sort of low. That's when I hit the eject button. That's what I hit. I want everybody going. I don't. I can't afford that emotionally right now. I really can't. Here's what I really need for the rest of the season. I need one of two things. I need the Browns to make a complete turnaround uh, from what we saw today. That would be dope. You know, and fight for your "quote unquote" playoff lives, as the coach suggested. You know, going into the pit. Uh, excuse me, the Cincinnati game. That would be dope if you played every single game that way. Right. If we can't get that, I need this team to completely tank, so that I can watch Sean melt the freak down. <laughs> that people, you talking about musty TV? You're talking about must-see TV. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Look, y'all not, 
I'm in. I'm, I'm in either way. How about that? I'm gonna be here uh, on either side of that. Of course, I would prefer for the Browns to just make an epic uh, turnaround of their season. I would love to see them decide and 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 and, and choose to say to themselves, "Yo, we can't lose these games, and we have to pick up how we, you know, how we approach these games." As we were talking about earlier. It ain't just hyperbole, and it's not just like these these uh, rhetorical statements right. that people are throwing out. We actually gonna go out here and play this way. That would be well, dope. I'm not sure that we're gonna get that. Though. Well, I expect like going into next week, I expect the real subdued crowd next week at the stadium. And here's why: for one, if we beat Detroit, it's like okay, we just beat Detroit. Like so, what? You know. I don't think it's going to be rowdy. I don't think it's going to be – everybody's probably feeling like the way we do. I, I know Brown fans are feeling like the way we do right now. Everybody's like blah, you know. Um, so I'm going to the game, you know, because I already made the commitment with my cousin. I just want to spend time with him. But am I excited about the game or even winning that game next week? No, not at all. If we win next week, it means absolutely nothing. You yeah, know, it's to win. You need to win. You need to win, but it don't, it don't, it don't, it don't, it don't mean shit. But anyway, man, um, gotta get ready to get off here because I gotta go to bed. So I'll get ready to go to my board. Yeah, 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 I just uh, want to give a quick shout out, real quick, to the Cavaliers. Um, they're proving me wrong, and I'm glad they're proving me wrong. I don't know how long it's gonna last. They're proving us. Like, like these kids are playing hard, man. They're playing really good ball. Um, they're showing up every week, not every week, but every game. Um, coming back from 19 down yesterday um, was huge against Boston, man. They're showing heart, grit, confidence. Um, they're doing everything the Browns ain't. So, go Cavs. Give you a shout out. Also, Ohio State. Let's handle business. Take a shot at the Browns. Yeah. Do the Cavs. <laughs> Yeah, it's like same thing. Ohio State handling business. Purdue was hot coming in. Um, you know, you got Michigan State and Michigan come up. They didn't look past them. And Purdue actually is a good football team. Purdue has some talent. No, they, uh, they got some talent on offense. I think that quarterback uh, O'Connell and um, David Bell. I think they're both yeah, being Bell, oh, Bell, Bell, the first round draft pick. Yeah, that yeah, quarterback is pretty good too. They just kind of they messed themselves up with turnovers. Early, they, yeah, they, they had way too many turnovers against and, Ohio State, right? But you know, again, I, I'm I'm with you. I, I guess shout out to Ohio State. Uh, the hell with the spoiler makers. They heard all that all week, right? And they, they actually showed up and played like we we heard y'all talking about these guys. So you know, we came out bang, 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 bang. Next thing you know, it was you know 21, 28. You know, to seven. They held going right, and they they and they also did what the Browns didn't do. They came and actually took the game seriously <laughs> against against a conference opponent and got them out of there early. Played with a little bit of heart and grit. You know, so, unlike so, so another Browns, team. First of all, Browns, that, you suck. Let's just understand that. Yeah, unlike the team that plays in Cuyahoga County, that showed no type of grit or 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 want to or. 
nothing that they had. They showed absolutely nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. They, what they, they what they gave me today is you ever had somebody cook you something that was it looked good and you think it ain't got no damn flavor? You ever had like like you're the worst thing in the world. You ever had like, like a flavorless lasagna or something like that? You like damn, you ain't put no seasoning and nothing. And that's what they gave me today. I was all ready. I was sitting with a big game. I'm ready. <laughs> And they gave me a big plate of flavorless fucking food. That's what they gave me today. Y'all don't understand how funny, how funny this is to me. <laughs> Wait, that's what they gave me today. A big plate. I'm grabbing the show up, and it's still, it's still taking shots at the. <laughs> They're showing the highlights now. This is shit. Man, look, look at this. I like Mac, Mac Jones back there. Mac Jones literally sat there back there and built himself a Kool-Aid stand hey, hey, in his pocket. Just so you, I'm going to say this again. Mac Jones was better than Baker Mayfield tonight. Mac Jones was better than Baker Mayfield, but they're the same guy. Stop comparing Baker Mayfield to all these other really, really great uh, players. He's not great, especially not in this offense. As good Man, as Baker can be, he will never be this good in this offense. Little Red Riding Hood was better than Baker Mayfield today. Huh? The Little Red Riding Hood was better than Baker Mayfield today. She didn't even play today. She ain't even play football today. She, she was, was better than my grandmama house. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for going on that rant. But that's how mad I am. I don't even know when I'm going to be over it. Normally... Please Ladies. don't be sorry because I need this every week. I need this action every week. This is <laughs> normally I'm over it the next day. When I wake up in the morning, you know, the sun is up, everything, and I'm kind of over it. I'm like, all right, I ain't gonna let this ruin my week. I don't know when I'm gonna be over this this week. I don't. Oh man, listen, I can't wait. I can't wait to text it. I'm gonna tell you, what are we doing and they show what day, what day are you available? I mean, I need to do that tomorrow. Because I may not get a response to Thursday. <laughs> yeah, you may not. <laughs> it was just a bad, this was bad, man. All these guys look bad today. Uh, freaking Jedrick Wills looked awful today. Uh, all these guys look bad. Like, everybody looked bad. But anyway. Yeah, all right. Um, let's go I'll, ahead. I'll I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap. Um, yeah, go ahead. You know, let's go ahead and wrap this thing. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, those of you who will listen and, and pay attention, uh, we appreciate all of the love, all of the all of the follows, all of the comments. Um, and this is why we tell you guys to to like and subscribe to the YouTube page. We put the videos up. Like, subscribe, comment uh, on the YouTube. Two guys and a mic, two on six, uh, and then we also are streaming audio wise uh, on. Anchor on iTunes. Uh, what else? We what are what else are we stream? Oh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Uh, you know, on two guys Google podcast anchor. Google. If you mention that, right, right. Uh, two guys like two on six. Please, uh, again, like, subscribe, check in. Nothing's wrong with Baker Mayfield's knee. He's fine. He just had his ego bruised today. That's that's my take on the game. That's my take. You want to know what else? You want to know who else didn't check in today? The Browns. 
I guess they checked into their hotel last night, but they didn't do any more check. They didn't do they ain't check they, 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 they weren't they weren't checked in mentally to this game at all. Yeah, well, they did. You know, they knew what they needed to do to start the game, but other than that, that was it. <clears throat> that was it. Once again, it's one of but the most like, frustrating losses. You, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Shut I'm up, done. Let's go ahead. If I don't end this show. Yeah, let's so, go ahead. Let's end so, it. Like so. everybody, thank you for. For, for listening whenever y'all hear this damn show and no thank you cleveland browns for ruining like half my damn day that's exactly what y'all and y'all probably ruin the first half of my day tomorrow and like, my co-workers don't wonder what's wrong with me like you've been taking that football game that serious yes now stop talking to me and leave me alone you know but anyway all right ron you have a good one man have a good start to your week all right man hey man you, you know, too bro you know what <laughs> <laughs> now you're being an asshole, and I'm about to go ahead and log off this thing. Hey, right now, I'm gonna bid everybody good night. Everybody have a good week, and we'll see you next time. All right, bro, love you, man. All right, All right love you too. All right, man. <laughs> You've just listened to Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts, Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Tune in to us later on this week as our midweek podcast will be streaming. Until then, peace.